It's beginning to look a lot like Chatham Flicks' Christmas films everywhere you go. James will pick a film, Richard will pick one too. Carly and Alan will discuss the rest. It's beginning to look a lot like Christmas. Films in every store. But the prettiest sight you'll hear is the podcast that will be on your own front door. Hello, chat and flickers. It's Richard here for another installment of the Christmas Films Chat and Flicks podcast shorts, whatever you want to call them. Um, this is going to be one of my important you've got to watch this ones because it's probably the best Christmas Eve film that you will ever watch uh, and that is the Polar Express now there's a small caveat in here and that is it gets better when you watch it with kids between four five and maybe ten or possibly at a push 11, basically when they still believe. So this would always be our Christmas Eve film. We'd do whatever we'd done, all the chaos and all the, the absolute running around and mentality that Christmas Eve comes with, and we'd settle down about 7 o'clock and put the Polar Express on, and it was just a perfect end to the evening. Christmas Eve, Polar Express... Because when it finishes, it's like, right, guys, get up to bed. And before you know it, it's going to be Christmas Day. And you're going to be opening your prezzies and Santa will have been. And if you're watching it with kids at that age, it makes it ten times better than just watching it normally. Um, so if you think it's good, wait until you have kids or grandkids. And I can't wait. My kids are now 15, 14 and six, something like that. They're older and they basically don't believe anymore so it's lost its magic but it's still a great film albeit when we watch it now it's a little bit sort of sad that we've lost that special touch that it always had with our family but we'll always have those memories so it was pretty groundbreaking in its day 2004 um it used the motion capture basically where you have all the little dots on the faces and then the um computers are capturing it through obviously through a through a camera and change it into an animation um the only real big actor in it was tom hanks i'm looking at the cast and i can't think of anybody else who is famous or in, indeed who became famous afterwards so he was like you know going out on a limb here with its new motion capture with being the only well-known um actor in it um but he plays i think four parts maybe even five parts in it i know he plays the dad of the the lad um but it's just the voice you don't see the face so anyway it's it's a interpretation of um dickens's christmas carol the boy has gone through his childhood he's starting to doubt about christmas um but we join him on Christmas Eve. They're all gone to bed. 
Um, his parents, uh, he and his sister have gone to bed and his parents are sort of like settling for the la- for the night. And it didn't have to remind me of when I was a little kid. Uh, Christmas Eve, I would stay awake. My parents would come in and say, is he asleep? And I'd be lying there pretending to be asleep, clearly not asleep. I don't know if they believe me or not, but I would always, I was just too excited. I was like a proper real little kid, kid when it came to Christmas. So anyway, there's a couple of nice memories myself with the young lad character uh, in how we dealt with Christmas and go to sleep on Christmas Eve. Um, so he's having doubts, though. He's looking at the pictures of Santa Claus and people pulling the beard off. And he's thinking, is Santa really real? Um Anyway, he goes to sleep and he's struggling to get sleep. And before you know it, this blinking steam engine appears outside his house. It wakes him up, actually. Um, And it is the Polar Express. And basically, along the way, it's um, it's it's great film. There's tons of music in it. There's some great numbers. Um, I've even got the soundtrack going through my head now because I've been listening to it on and off at work in the background. Um, And... He, I suppose it's a bit of a journey um, in that the point in the Polar Express is to make him believe in Santa and Father, Father Christmas again. So there's various characters which help him along the way, similar to the, um, the, the three ghosts, Christmas, past, present and future, of course. And a couple of people have identified these characters within the film. And if you watch it, look out for those characters. Um, I know that the ticket master on the... Um, the, t- the the conductor on the Polar Express is meant to be one of the ghosts. There's me- the, the, there's like a, a hobo, I think he's called, who's another ghost. There's a, a kind of a puppet, sort of Scrooge puppet, who is a, also another one of the ghosts. But it's, it's down to your interpretation, to be honest. Um, it's such a brilliant film. There's, there's always something going on. There's something exciting going on. There's something interesting going on. You've just got to keep watching it. Um, there's brilliant uh, I'm going to say effects but they're not effects because the whole thing is animated but um, where the where the Polar Express goes down it's almost like a roller coaster and it's fantastic watching it so very very thrilling you, you're actually your heart's beating a little bit it's like when um, when you see some of those cameras on the front of you know, the GoPros that are on the front of a roller coaster showing you what's going on it's a little bit like that Um and we end up at the North Pole, which is just fantastic. And it, it, the the whole the idea of the North Pole again, it's it's I can't believe I'm going to say this. It's believable the way in which they 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 sort the presents out and all of that. Um, with the elves' help, the elves are very odd. The elves are very creepy. Um, that they're uncomfortable to watch, in my opinion. They they really look like they are up to something. Um. And like they're gonna sort of try and steal something from you, or I, I, I don't know. I just don't like the elf. Don't trust them. Um, I don't know why they've been portrayed like that. I don't know if somebody could tell me why. Um, and eventually, spoilies, he gets to meet Santa, and everything changes. His whole 
idea of Christmas changes. There's lots of nice things going on because when Santa appears, he can't see Santa because there's somebody in the way. The reindeer are, are jumping up and down and everybody's saying, oh, can you hear the bells? Can you hear the bells? And he's saying, I can't hear the bells. And he's getting really frustrated by it. And the reason he can't hear the bells is because he's not a true believer. And it is just a really, really nice way of portraying a kid's view of Christmas, of Santa Claus, um, and the turmoil that he's going to go through from not believing Santa to believing Santa. Um, anyway, I'm not going to spoil the film. I'm not going to wreck the ending. I've probably already spoiled it enough, but it's a great ending. It's really nice, but it's sad for me now because the next time I'm going to encounter that thrill of sitting down with kids of that age is going to be hopefully please god with my grandkids but i can't wait until that happens anyway hope you enjoy the film if you've seen it um give us a quick note if you have seen it and see what you think about it and i'll see you next time bye bye <laughs>